It is game day. Second outing of the NHL's Western Conference round-robin stage for the Vegas Golden Knights facing the defending Stanley Cup champion St. Louis Blues this afternoon. Hi everybody, I'm Darren Millard. To be joined by VGK analyst Shane Knighty, co-hosting today's edition of the podcast. You'll hear from Shane in just a little bit. Hold on there. Got to go to the coach, find out what's going on for this big encounter against the St. Louis Blues. First ever postseason collision between the Golden Knights and the Blues. But Vegas head coach Pete DeBoer has crossed paths with the Blues, facing St. Louis in last year's Stanley Cup playoffs, the third round, when DeBoer was running the bench of the San Jose Sharks. In fact, DeBoer also coached against Saturday's opposition, Colorado, in that playoff run last spring, offering him a base of knowledge in these single-game encounters in the round robin. I'd like to think so. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, we played Colorado in the in the second round and, and lost to St. Louis in the conference final. I think it gives you, I think both teams, you know, haven't changed a lot. Uh, Colorado added some personnel uh, changes to their group, but, you know, their style of play has been similar and they're still driven by the same engine and same core of guys. And I, I think St. Louis the same. So, um, you know, you definitely uh, know what to expect. At the same time, they're two great teams and, and knowing what to expect and being able to handle it and and negate it and have success is a, is a whole different story. So um, they both bring different challenges. St. Louis is more about four-line depth and heaviness and hardness. Um, and Colorado, you know, Nathan McKinnon might be the best player in the world right now or, or in that conversation. Uh, so uh, it, it's uh, two totally different looks. The Golden Knights are looking to go 2-0 and in this qualifying stage, hoping that a great week of results can vault the club to the top seed in the West. You see, when the pause occurred, the Vegas Golden Knights were number three. You go 3-0 and during this round robin, you get the number one seed for the start of the Stanley Cup playoffs in that opening round next week. And the number one seed, top spot in the West, was where St. Louis was at the time of the pause. But if Vegas wins today, the Blues will have lost its first two games in the round robin, and a top two finish, despite what they did during the regular season, will be out of reach. For Nick Holden, the Blues' delicate predicament doesn't change how they look at St. Louis. When you're trying to measure yourself up against the league and uh, you're playing the defending champions and um, they're one of the top teams again this year, um, in this round, they're probably the one of the top teams that you you got to really focus uh, and make sure you're ready for because uh, we talked about if we come out uh, kind of the way we did against Dallas, uh, the game might be over after the first period. So um, I think a little more attention to detail. We know we have to have that uh, to start against those guys. The Golden Knights faced the Blues three times before the pause. Vegas winning a pair of games in overtime, rallying from behind in both. Vegas hopes they don't have to play that card again, not only against the St. Louis Blues, but they also did it on Monday. But the players will have to deal with a unique start time for the second straight game. Like the outing against Dallas Monday, face-off against the Blues is slated for 3.30 Pacific time, 4.30 in Edmonton, which is a tweener area for a hockey game to start. Yeah, it's a strange time slot, uh, you know, kind of four mid-afternoon. It's uh, uh, 
too early to have a pregame skate in a normal uh, game day, um, you know, but it's too early to, to have your kind of noon one plan for a day. So it's, it's a strange time. Um, and, uh, you know, so we've worked our schedule around it the best we can, meeting times, when we're going to go to the rink. Some of that is dictated by when our testing slot is. Um, but it's something you have to get used to. I mean, with the format this year, uh, you're going to have to be ready to play at, at all different times uh, of the day. And it's just one of the other things that's going to get thrown at uh, different groups. And, and it's how you deal with it. Pete DeBoer hopes having played in the late afternoon already will be enough to avoid the sluggish start. Sluggish start is what Shane Knight is up to. I, I know I will get to you. Just a second. <laughs> uh, sluggish starts, you want to avoid it. And that's why, barring any last-minute changes, they're going to just chalk up what happened in the first two periods against Dallas on Monday to just being the weird start time because Pete DeBoer is going back to the same lines that he started that game against Dallas with not the juggled units from the third period we're gonna go back to the original um, you know I, I liked how we played in game one uh, I, I hated our first two periods the other night uh, you know I think when I sit back and look at it though and, and look at the game the next day uh, it wasn't uh, one or two guys that were off where, you know, you could make some changes. It was almost the entire team, except for a couple individuals, I thought, had an off night. So, um, you know, we've got to look into the reason for that. Were we fatigued? Or did we practice enough? Did we practice too much? Um, but, you know, we're not going to overreact to it. We're going to go back to the same lineup and just chalk it up to – to a lack of energy and focus, and I'm sure we're going to be more dialed in tomorrow. Joined now by Shane Nadi, Vegas Golden Knights television analyst. Uh, before we get into what they said, hey, how do you like working off the monitor? That was the first time that you've done that in a while. First time in a while, but uh, you know what? It, uh, we handled it well. It, it, I love the challenge of it. It's something different. Uh, the biggest thing, I guess, from my perspective as an analyst is I don't get to pick the highlights, so... Uh, you have to kind of read and react off what's coming up because it's coming uh, because from a it's pool a world feed. Right? It's yeah. one feed for everybody, uh, and the people on site that that analyst picks what's coming up, and that producer and director uh, in the one truck uh, that sends it out to everybody. So uh, that said, uh, it was good. Uh, you know, there's a couple audio things I know people noticed. We will try and certainly uh, fix that. That is nothing to do with us. That is for people way smarter than Dave and I. Uh, but yeah, can, can, can you imagine Gauche trying to fix no. something that's that technical? It's, it sounds good to us. We we just don't know how it all gets played out. Obviously, being <laughs> off-site, there's some uh, technical challenges, but uh, we're hoping that uh, all is in place here uh, for this game against St. Louis. The Golden Knights won both games that they played, exhibition and then the opening game of the round robin. St. Louis has not fared as well. What do you expect out of the Blues today? I think it's what you hear from every coach, and Craig Bruby, no different, that he looks for his team to continue to improve. Um, you know, a lot of teams taking that stance. Yes, they want to win. The round robin teams, there's a little less pressure to immediately get to your game uh, compared to the, the teams in the qualifying round. Uh, they're in the best of five. You want you want to continue to constantly get back with that much of a layoff, and you know just one exhibition game. Now you know St. Louis. You know they have two under their belt. 
uh, they'll feel a little more comfortable each and every game as players. So uh, I'm sure they want to be better than their previous game, just like the Golden Knights. The only difference is the Golden Knights were able to get the two points, but they've got to take uh, you know, a hard lesson learned there that you can't just play 20 minutes of hockey. Does the third period, or maybe the first two periods, I should rephrase that, affect how you think the Golden Knights will come out and start this game against the St. Louis Blues? I think the whole 60 minutes. Uh, yeah, they, they recognize that that's not near good enough the way they... Well, although the start was good, the first minute was good. First, the, next, yeah. <laughs> the next 39 minutes, not so much. Uh, they need to, to start better. They need to get to their game. I think the biggest thing for them, uh, you hear them establish their game, establish their forecheck. So how do you get that? You have to have your feet moving. You have to have pace to your game. They didn't have that till the third period. Um, so they'll, they'll recognize that. And at the same time, I think the great part about it is that final 20 showed them, okay, this is what we need to do. So they saw what, what happens when they don't get to their game, and then they see how that when they execute and they play their game plan, how they get rewarded. And that is what you want to carry over. You want to take those lessons learned now and put it into that next game. Do you think this is a big start for Marc-Andre? I think every start is. These goalies, it's the internal competition. Uh, you have two number one goalies. They both uh, are competitive by nature. You don't get to this level of any sport without being an, you know, an ultra competitor. And Marc-Andre Fleury will want to go in and be at his best, just as every player should. But certainly when you're, uh, you're in this rotation of netminders, uh, every game's an audition. Going back to our minor hockey days, we, you know, when you go to a, like the Tournament of Champions yeah, oh, yeah. in Killarney or something like that, and, and you're in the pool, Killarney, Manitoba, uh, and you're in the pool system and you're trying to figure out whether you can finish first in the pool yeah. or second. A win today, and the Golden Knights finished no lower than second. Uh, and if that result happens, St. Louis can't finish higher than second. That's a first-place team during the regular season. There's a lot at stake for both of these hockey clubs. And, and that's why I expect a really good game, the magnitude of you know what, what this game carries. It's not just a round-robin game. This is for seeding, and seeding is going to be important uh, You know, come to for first round of playoffs. And the Golden Knights uh, came into it with the mindset to get that first seed. Uh, Pete DeBoer had the best comment. Where do you ever get the chance to jump eight, point, eight to ten points in the standings in a three-game span. Well, that's what they have, and uh, that puts importance on this win against St. Louis to to not only make sure they can be in those top two seeds, but to you know hopefully push the Blues down a little bit. Who's been the most impressive player for you so far in the two games that the Golden Knights have played inside the bubble? I really like Nate Schmidt's game because I always look at the defenseman. Mm-hmm. Uh, really active in really that game active. against Dallas. Yeah, I liked his game. And Nick Cousins. I know Pete DeBoer uh, mentioned him at the end, and with good reason. There, There's a work ethic to his game. Uh, I think it can drive other players. Uh, there's an agitator to him. You could see getting under the skin. I think Stephen Johns had had just about enough of Nick Cousins in that game against Dallas. Was it Corey Perry that, that Corey took the big Perry swing at too. him? There, there's just... And the benches, you can see the chirping. He's the guy that has that ability, and he and loves to play that role. I've played against those guys. I've played with those type of players. They thrive in these situations to agitate, to get under the skin of the opponent. It makes them better. And I think Nick Cousins uh, played his game. He's been able to play up and down the lineup. Uh, ended up, you know, playing with Mark Stone and Chandler Stevenson at the end of that game. 
Shane, he, the, he, he started training, training camp on the fourth line. <laughs> he's entering the fourth line. He's <laughs> and look, now he's up to the first well, line. Well, you look at and I think of the play. So the goal that really turned it around was the Mark Stone goal. The little touch pass by Nick Cousins at the far blue line. It was a great quick up play, but the touch pass by him to Stone was just a – it shows he has offensive intelligence, uh, can make quick plays. He's really – I think we underrate his ability to make plays in tight spaces, and that was a great example. We look forward to this one. Uh, a lot of stake, and it's a playoff game against the defending Stanley Cup champions who turned it around and uh, still won their division after uh, after winning the Stanley Cup, which is so rare in this day and age. Uh, looking forward to your call as well. Thanks for this. Thanks, Darren. Can't wait. There's Shane Nighy on the Vegas Golden Knight Daily Podcast as we look ahead to the second game of the round robin for the Golden Knights uh, hooking up with St. Louis Blues. And again, big implications on this result. And after this, one more game. We'll have our full recap for you. Look ahead to uh, the final game tomorrow on the VGK Daily. Stay safe.